This is Bo Buchanan with Arizona Lodge Number 2, and I'm here speaking on the level with Trevor Courtney. Trevor, why don't you start out by giving me your full name, the name of your home Blue Lodge, and any offices or titles you have connected to that lodge. Sure. Well, thanks, Bo. Appreciate uh, you taking the time to interview me today. You're welcome. I was initiated, passed, and raised in my home lodge in Chandler Thunderbird, Lodge Number 15, a territorial lodge, and currently am on the Board of Trustees and on the Finance Committee as well. And uh, what year were you raised? Raised last year in 2015. Last year, wow. So have you hit your year anniversary yet? Nope, not yet. <laughs> and we're tonight we're sitting in the temple in downtown Phoenix. You visited us at Arizona Lodge Number 2. What was the occasion for your visit? Anything special? Or? You know, I've been meaning to come by and visit this lodge for some time. I had been to the building previously. This is the first time I've had the opportunity to sit in lodge and it was a magnificent experience. The building itself is, is very special and historic and, and beautiful at that, but uh, the work that the gentlemen at this, this lodge and all the chairs and other brethren that, that helped it in the degree tonight, whereas they did some excellent work. Well, that's, that's good to hear. Thank you. So uh, less, than, less than a year in masonry, right, you said. Um, can you remember when you first heard of this thing called masonry? Sure. Yeah, the, the evolution of or that path in discovering it and going through the degrees and getting to um, be, become a Master Mason was a journey. I remember um, a close family friend uh, was, you know, continues to this day to be a, a mentor of mine and always seemed to have these peculiar positive attributes. Um, really looked up to him as a role model growing up and knew all along that he was a, man, a master mason and very active in masonry. And How did you know? Did he talk to you about it? Or did you see symbols or how did you know? I would. He, he didn't advertise it, but there, I would see symbols or he would mention it here and there. Um, okay. And I asked. I probably asked him a few times about it. And he answered the questions that he could, and when I asked how to become a Mason, he, he answered that question as well and you know, went down that path. So how old, so this was a year ago, well, no, I'm sorry, how old were you when this discovery part was going on? Was it a year ago? Was it longer ago? Several years ago. Several years, several ago. years ago. And how old were you at the time? 18 or 19. Okay, so just after high school, you're a little curious, you're talking more about it. Right. What was the path like between 18, and how old are you now? 25. 25, so between 18 and 25, you got a seven-year span, mm -hmm. so you joined a year ago, so really a six-year span. Mm -hmm. What was going on in that six years? Tell me about your, were you learning more and more? Was there a time where you kind of forgot about it and came back to start looking? Or Sure, there was a time actually where I was exploring other lodges and really getting to meet uh, brothers from different different groups and seeing different organizations. Different, yeah, different uh, no different lodges. Oh, okay. Different Masonic lodges and exploring which ones would be the right fit and did step away from it for some time. Was focused on my studies in college at the time and found a home at at Chandler. It a, still is a great group of guys and feel very at home. I think there's something very special about that. Home lodge where you're where you're initiated, fast and raised. So tell me about. So you were in college. You stepped mm -hmm. away from back. Take me back to the the time when you first 
finally said to somebody, hey, I want to join, give me a petition, or somebody handed you one, what, how, when did that process start? That process started, I actually had uh, petitioned Scottsdale Lodge. Oh, wow, okay. And had been um, helping with the, the kitchen. The and, kitchen, that's and, where the new guys at Scottsdale do their right. kitchen, right? And associating with all the, gr- the guys there, made a lot of friends. Okay. Um, was voted on in Scottsdale Lodge, actually was not approved. I was blackballed. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, that's, after that, I, I took another step back and, and really thought to myself, you know, is this, is this for me? And I was glad that I did that because I determined that, that yes, it is. Okay. Came back to that, that um, uh, my mentor actually happened to be a, a member of both lodges, both Scottsdale and, and Chandler, and really am glad that that's the way that, that things happen. And it took more time. And I took my time going through all of the degrees, and that's so you, bl- so you got blackballed. You took mm-hmm. some time to kind of say, okay, mm-hmm. what's going on here? Is this really for me? Right. And really, you know, what I always say is, a lot of guys when I do these interviews, they talk about going to a bunch of different lodges, and lodges are like people. Mm-hmm. Some personalities fit, some don't. Right. So, how did you go back? When did you? How long did you take, or when did you finally go back to Chandler Thunder? But had you already been there before? I had not. You had not. No, actually, I probably took three or four months after leaving Scottsdale Lodge before going to, to Chandler. And as fate would have it, actually, one of my closest friends since childhood, one of my, my best friends to this day, known this guy since I was eight or nine years old, happens to be at Chandler Lodge the first time that I go there. Shut up. Seriously. Wow. And that was his second or third time going to that lodge. He was... He was petitioner. He was, he was about, about to petition, petition as well. Wow. So we were initiated, passed, and raised in very similar time periods. We actually did our second degree together. That's very awesome. special. Wow. Yeah. So what was it that, you know, you, you must have been a little bit dejected, I guess. and, and uh, Sure. Like a lot of people would have said, screw you guys, I'm out of here, you know, but you didn't. Mm-hmm. You, what was it that kept you interested? What, I mean, you must have known something about masonry. There must have been some pull for you that was keeping you pushing forward. Sure, that pull. And I think that, on a side note, I think that's where a lot of detractors come from. If they're not uh, ignorant people on the outside, people that aren't able to get through um, might say negative things about something that they weren't able to be a part of. Uh, but that pull, the thing that was attractive to me was that virtually every man that I met that was a member of every lodge that I had been to seemed to embody certain characteristics that were special and very positive. And that that is very attractive to me. And I knew that I, I felt compelled to become a part of it. I wanted to see myself mold into a better man that looked more like the, the gentlemen that, that were a part of these lodges. Did, did you have any family history in masonry that you know? You know, I've asked my grandfather about it, my father's father, and he says that there, there have been some of his, his relatives. He was not, and I don't know who these gentlemen are, 
But I know that it has You have to do been, some serious research to uncover that project. Right, if you have to do but, that, which yeah. is a project that would be a lot of fun. To a lot of guys say that. I know it's out there. I haven't spent the research. And the cool thing is a lot of people don't know is you can call Grand Lodges of, of different states, and they'll pretty much tell you. That's what I did even before I became a Mason. I called the Grand Lodge and said, hey, I'm just doing some family research. I want to know if my grandfather was a Mason. Uh, and they told me he was, and when he was uh, initiated, passed, and raised, and that's all they would tell me. So we can't tell you anything else, but at least you know. So I was able to take that, and that fueled my interest in Masonry even more once I knew that. So um, can you tell me what, what – uh, so coming up – you say you're coming up on your year anniversary? Yeah, pretty soon here, okay. a couple months. Coming up on your year anniversary, what's the first year been like at Channel Thunderbird? Any any memories, uh, mem memorable events stick out to you? Other than the ones we can't talk about? <laughs> sure, the degrees are, are definitely memorable. Um, that that second degree with with my my friend Patrick, that was very special. Was going through that together. That's really cool to go through with somebody you're that close to. It, it really was. Yeah. I know a lot of people don't don't get to experience that. Yeah. That was uh, very special. Other than that, the camaraderie amongst the brethren, being a part of the different committees, and and helping helping where I can, and, and being a part of it. What kind of like what what kind of stuff are you doing? Right now, I'm on the board of trustees. Which, oh, that's right. Yeah, we're helping. Uh, we're doing a number of projects that seem. Um, might seem mundane. They're the things like paving the parking lot and replacing the air conditioning unit. But it's it's that's the life. That's part of masonry and part of serving. That's the cool part. That's how you're serving. It's behind the scenes. And yeah. It it's necessary. Yeah, it's so very like, necessary. Like being a part of that makes me feel yeah. useful. Yep. Any uh, what kind of charity work have you guys been involved in? Anything? We've recently? done some neat projects for charity. Right now we're doing a food drive. Uh, canned foods for different organizations. We've actually this is our second. I believe this is our second year. We're doing a program called Bikes for Books. We're doing that as well. Yeah, nice. Yeah, we have a, a gentleman, uh, Colin. He has written a children's book, and he's donated a few boxes of these these children's books. And all of the money that's raised goes to buy bicycles for children at, at the the nearby elementary school. And people will donate money to it and, and buy bikes. And we go down there and present these to these, these children. And, and these are children that have never had a bicycle before. And seeing the looks on their faces, it's pretty special. Pretty special. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, what, uh, tell me a little bit about some of the friends you've made in masonry, other than that your buddy already knew. You said, sounds like you've made some good friendships. Tell me a little bit about that. Absolutely. I think that's uh, a part of it in, in uh, doing some of the, the work that's, that's part of being in a lodge. Otherwise, uh, we like to go down the street. There's a um, restaurant, Santan, we like to go to afterwards. Santan Brewery? Yes. <laughs> we like to restaurant. Yeah, right. It's a restaurant. Right. We like to go there after, <laughs> after lodge for fellowship, <laughs> which, is, which has been good. And, you know, it's, so there's the seriousness and the solemnity of, of a, a lodge, and then there's the, the, the camaraderie and fellowship that that ensues afterwards. That's become a, a regular... That's For us, too, that's where the guys are right now, right up the street at... Uh, I forget the name of the restaurant. <laughs> right up the street. Well, I'm missing that in the dinner. Um, what about, you know, what about guys that you... You've been in a short time, but what about guys that you looked up to, look up to or maybe even have really touched you in some way or made an impact on you so far? Anybody you want to single out and talk about? Sure. Yeah, my mentor, Scott Thomas, is in... He's a member of the Grand Lodge here in Arizona, and he was—he still is a, a very uh, strong mentor and influence in my life today. Um, 
other than that, worshipful brother George Perkle is an amazing person that I look up to tremendously. I know that uh, he's been the worshipful master twice <laughs> two, for two terms and tremendous leadership, but leads with a, um, a giant heart. George Perkle. Perkle. Mm -hmm. I have not met George. Yeah, if you ever get the chance, he's a, an amazing person. Um, how is, has, has masonry changed you at all? Absolutely. It's definitely influenced my life and caused me to be more cognizant of my behavior, my thoughts, my words, my actions. And because of this um, intentionality, it's I'm able to apply the lessons of masonry, the moral teachings, and really strive to embody that in, in daily life. So yes, to answer your question, it's had a tremendous impact. I think looking back a couple of years ago, it's might not recognize myself. Oh, wow. That's, a, that's quite an endorsement. <laughs> any, any, uh, any other closing, thought, closing thoughts or anything you'd want to say to people coming after you or young Masons or the curious? Anything you want to say? Sure. The number one question that I get is, what is Masonry? And that's, even for me, that someone who is a Master Mason is somewhat difficult to explain sometimes in a succinct way. And the best way I think that I can answer that is that is a, it's a set of moral teachings taught through degrees that incorporate symbols. And I think that to know what it is and make it a part of your life, it really has to be something that's experienced. And that is why it's taught through degrees. And to someone that is curious and sincere in their interest, I would recommend them to ask someone they know that is a Mason, if they have that person, or if they don't know someone who is a Mason, to look for their local lodge. Here in, in this day and age, we have, most lodges have websites with their calendars and their location Easy is to find, yeah. accessible, yeah. more so than it probably ever has been. Right. So if, if there's someone who's curious, they should reach out to someone who they know who is a Mason or search the internet and find uh, find some resources and they will be they will be welcomed in uh, with open arms all right well thanks for taking time to talk to me today thank you both